Hello and welcome along to the next in our series of Together Families podcasts. This week we're going to talk about those frequently asked questions that we get given to our family workers. We also find out the importance about preteen sleep. But first of all, when you get a new baby, it doesn't come with a manual. So let's talk all about babies. information with you about your baby's development. Did you know when your baby was born their brain cells were formed however their brain was not completely developed? Did you know your baby's brain will roughly double in size by their first birthday? This brain growth happens as they make more connections between their brain cells due to the positive interactions they have with you. Every new experience they have, what they touch, see, taste, smell and hear through their senses will help make a connection. Then each time they experience this again, the connection will be made stronger. Each time you respond to your baby and comfort them, they feel safe and the feel-good hormone oxytocin is produced while brain connections are being formed. You may not always be able to respond to your baby straight away. You may be in the shower or making a drink. When this happens, your baby will cry and brain connections will be made while producing the stress hormone cortisol. But this is okay. Sometimes babies do cry and they do have to wait. If you respond to your baby's needs as soon as you can and provide comforts and a sense of safety, the connections made through the feel-good hormones will buffer those made under the stress hormone and the overall effects will be much stronger, positive brain connections. Brain connections need to be made stronger to make them permanent. Those that are not used regularly will be pruned away. There will be a natural pruning stage in your child's brain between the ages of two and three years to make way for new connections to be made or strengthened. Did you know your baby can see for 22 centimetres when they were born? This is usually the distance from their face to yours when you are holding your baby to breast or bottle feed. When born, babies prefer bold colours and contrast, so will benefit from toys and books and can enjoy looking at patterns with contrasting colours, black and white. You may notice that your baby focuses on your hairline as they are able to see the contrast. Sometimes your baby may get fixated looking at something and may get distressed. You can help them with distraction. As your baby grows, they should be able to see more colours and will begin to see further distances and take an interest in looking at the world around them. The best entertainment for your baby is you. From birth, Babies show a preference for looking at faces. They like simple turn-taking games with you, such as sticking your tongue out. If you stick your tongue out and leave a pause, your baby will respond and may even copy. Even from a young age, you may get a response from your baby if you play peekaboo. There are lots of TV programmes out there that are aimed at babies, which your baby may smile at. But nothing is more fun for them than a turn-taking game with you. A TV character can't smile back, but you can, and they love this. Every time you play, a brain connection is made and strengthened. Talking with a parent ease voice, which means using slow speech, simplified words in a happy tone we use with babies, is great for playing with your baby too. It makes the sounds clearer for your baby and contributes to their language development. Again, if you leave a pause after your sounds, you may find they copy you. You may get so used to speaking in this way that you end up talking to friends and family in this voice without realising. 
COVID-19 has brought along a lot of changes to how the health visitors are delivering their supports. They are offering the same service, but most reviews are completed via Microsoft Teams. You may be offered reviews for your baby at between 11 to 14 days, by 28 days, 6 to 8 weeks, 3 to 4 months if needed, around 9 months, and between 2 and 2.5 two and years. In Cornwall, there is a health visiting and school nursing helpline on 01872 322 779. You can call between 9 and 5 with any health concerns you may have. Our gems for this week is that your baby needs you and that you're amazing. You're building your baby's brain. Thank you for listening. Goodbye, good luck and have fun. We also would like you to know that children do not come with an instruction book when they are born. If you would like more information about child development, the Early Help Team run a number of free parenting sessions and anyone can come along to learn more. For more information, please see the Family Information Service website, www.supportincormal.org.uk. Thanks very much to Rachel and Mel there. Now, let's talk about sleep when it comes to your pre-teenager. How important is it for them? Well, Sophie has all the details. Good sleep is important for your whole family's physical and emotional well-being. At bedtime or during the night, your child may be emotional or their behaviour might be challenging. It is helpful to think about why this may be happening. A lack of routine or a hungry and thirsty child might be the problem, or there may be too many distractions. For example, light, noise, smell, screens, toys, decor, or sharing a bedroom with a sibling. Your child might be uncomfortable. Check for a soiled nappy or uncomfortable sleepwear, bedding or bed, or room temperature. A change of season may make it hard for your child to go to sleep. Perhaps your child isn't tired or is overstimulated and finding it difficult to relax. It could be anxiety about being alone in the dark or the silence, possibly a fear of falling asleep or what sleep is. Nightmares or night terrors may have created a fear of falling asleep. Pain, illness, bedwetting or being an unhealthy weight will also affect sleep. Some medications will interfere with sleep as well. Check with a medical practitioner if you are unsure. It's important to keep regular, age-appropriate sleeping hours. This programmes the brain and internal body clock to get used to a set routine. Make sure whoever puts your child to bed follows the same routine and remember to always praise positive change. Doing the same relaxing things in the same order and at the same time each night helps promote good sleep. Explore each part of your routine to identify issues. What time is your child having their tea time meal? Include sleep-inducing foods in the last meal before bedtime, such as a banana or whole grain toast, and offer water or warm milk. Avoid caffeine and high sugar food and drinks. Encourage your child to stop using screens an hour before bedtime. Try to keep your child's bedroom a screen-free zone, and keeping lights dim encourages your child's body to produce the sleep hormone melatonin. Fit some thick curtains to block out any daylight. Your child's bedroom should be well ventilated and kept at a temperature of about 16 to 20 degrees C. From about four years of age, daytime naps should be phased out. 
and choose a reasonable bedtime when your child is tired but not overtired. The amount of sleep your child needs changes as they get older. A five-year-old needs about 11 hours a night, while a nine-year-old needs roughly 10 hours. Start a regular relaxing routine about one hour before bedtime by encouraging reading or quiet play such as jigsaws or colouring and avoid screens and stimulating activity. A warm bath will help your child relax and get ready for sleep. Once your child has gone to the bathroom to get ready for bed, they should not return to the living room. Settle your child in their bed with two stories or a relaxing story tape or music. Then kiss and cuddle goodnight and leave the room. Help your child to learn to fall asleep alone in their own bed without your presence. Visual timetables can help a child understand the order of events and what is going to happen next. After you have said goodnight, limit the interaction and eye contact with your child. Just reassure them and help them learn to go to sleep. Talk to your child about what happens when you're asleep and why sleep is important. Talking to your child might help you find out if anything is worrying them. If you think that your child may be in pain or might be ill, you should seek advice from medical professionals. Thanks very much to Sophie there talking about preteen sleep. Now, you hear us talking about family workers a lot during these podcasts, but what exactly is a family worker and what is their role within Cornwall Council and Together for Families? Well, our team, Nikki and Kat, have all the answers for you right now. Hello, my name is Nikki Barnard. And I'm Kat Walway. We are parenting workers in the Restormal area. This podcast is about questions we are often asked as parenting workers. What parenting courses do you provide? We offer a range of parenting courses for parents and carers of children from birth to teenage years. We also offer parenting courses to support parents with children who are on the neurodevelopmental pathway for assessment for ADHD and ASD. Are the courses free or do I need to pay? All of the courses are free. Do I need to attend every session? It is always best to complete the course in full. However, if you are unable to attend a session, a catch-up session will be offered. When are your parenting courses available? Courses are provided on different days at different times throughout the day and evening. Please check for availability in your area. Do you do evening parenting courses? Evening courses are provided for some parenting courses. Are parenting courses online or face-to-face? We offer online courses using Microsoft Teams and face-to-face parenting courses. Can I bring a partner, family member or a friend with me? Yes, you can bring someone with you. You need to let us know when reserving a place so that we have space. Can I bring my child to the course? Courses are for parents or carers only. We do not want to talk about issues in front of your child. Teenagers are invited to attend with parents for the Living with Parents one day workshop. Is childcare provided for the course? We are not able to provide childcare for the parenting courses. Where can I get information for my child if I think they are on the autistic spectrum? For more advice about autism, and the referral and assessment process, go to 
www.supportincornwall.org.uk and search for Autism Assessment and Referral Guidance. I think my child may have ADHD. Where can I get information about how to get support? For more information about ADHD, look at the ADIS website www.addiss.co.uk or the ADHD Foundation website on www.adhdfoundation.org.uk Contact your child's school to discuss your concerns. They may decide to do a CAMS referral for further assessment. Where can I get advice if I cannot attend a parenting course? You can complete an online parenting course by visiting the Solihull Parenting website. The code for free access is TAMAR, all in capitals, T-A-M-A-R. Where can I get information about how to support my child who is struggling with their mental health? For more information, resources and courses about child's mental health and well-being, visit www.headstartkerno.org.uk. There is also a modular course on the Solihull Parenting website called Understanding Your Child's Mental Health and Wellbeing. I hope this has answered some of your questions. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thanks very much to Nikki and Kat there. Don't forget, if you've been affected by anything we're talking about today or you want to reach out for any more support, you can go to supportincormal.org.uk. That's it for now. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. But we'll be back in a few weeks with another podcast. Take care and have fun. Music